Hiya guys, gals and non-binary pals. This is Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Indy and my pronouns are they then. And I'm Chloe and I go by she, her. This week we'll be covering First Kill, which is a Netflix show that is based on the short story by V.E. Schwab, who I think wrote some other books um, in the kind of young adult genre. Um, It's basically your teen melodrama with some slight supernatural elements. Um, These two two girls from two kind of opposing sides, one being from a family of vampires and the other one being from a family of monster hunters. They have a kind of forbidden romance kind of thing. But yeah, it's pretty much... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... um straight melodramatic show about vampires but with um lesbians instead mm. instead of the straight people not instead of the vampires um yeah just to clarify i think it's nice to see a really cheesy cliche type show where you kind of can tell what's going to go on it's not completely pre- I, at least i don't think it's completely predictable um but you kind of, you know, are never really surprised, at least with the relationships and stuff. Um, but it's nice to see it, like, standard, cheesy, cliche trope just applied to queer people. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. Nice nice bit of equality. Mm-hmm. Bad rating for all. <laughs> yes. But I, I think that's the way forward. I think we need to stop holding... Uh, this is the thing as well. We need to stop holding like shows with queer people to this ridiculously high standard like sometimes it's just gonna be bad and that's okay like is it entertaining is what you should be asking yourself it doesn't matter if it's good are you having a nice time watching it do you want to watch Mm. more that they're the important bits like for any piece of media but I feel people are like oh my god this queer show didn't have like breaking bad level type you know writing mm-hmm. it's terrible like yeah it's terrible that's you know being gay of you craven is taking something terrible and turning it into something great mm. you know that's that's just what queer culture is um but yeah. i liked that 14 year old me right so we tried to record this episode before <laughs> and yeah. we had mad technical difficulties which was why there was no episode last week um because it was cutting out really no, was... to the point it wasn't sal- salvageable salvageable sorry that the way i said that sounded really condescending but i was no, making no, sure i, I said it right i was like i can't not gonna make the clear mistake it's a hard yeah. word to say salvageable salvageable there we go um but I said this last time, but basically, I like, like, 14-year-old me would have absolutely loved this show, even if it's not, like, the best writing in the world, and even if it's cheesy, like, for 21-year-old me, um, 14-year-old me would have, would have ate this shit up, so she would have been like, yo, queer people. So invested, like... I can already imagine no reaction. I just thought it was a curious thing, yeah. But I think as yeah. well though, we need to remember that there are like 
younger queer a younger queer audience who are like mm-hmm. maybe they don't realize yet maybe they're in the closet you know like there's a whole audience mm-hmm. of younger people who this most definitely will appeal to and just mm-hmm. because like your circle on the internet especially if you're older like I am if your circle on the internet find it cheesy then that's like a, an age specific opinion and I think we forget that sometimes that what's we interpret as cheesy other people like might not see it as cheesy mm-hmm. it's, and it's still you know, quite an it's important like... piece of media for young queer people go on right it's like you know how a lot of adults watch kids pro- like kids cartoon programs mm-hmm. like um gravity falls or steven, steven universe, universe or i think more more recently i think there's the owl house and amphibia or something mm-hmm. and like yes adults can you know enjoy the show we do kind of have to remember that the target audience that these writers are probably writing for are kids first kill it's the same but with you know it's a teen show it's not going to be like game of thrones or breaking bad like it'll probably be on the same writing level as something like teen wolf or the vampire diaries both of which i've never actually watched the vampire diaries people used to talk about it in school but like i know a girl who was obsessed with it oh my god it's terrible like it's really bad like it's 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 very teenage a very teen show but even at mm. my age when I was younger I was like this is fucking terrible um yeah. I haven't watched Teen Wolf though and I you have. adored <laughs> Teen Wolf when I was young I named so when I this is how like much I forget how much I loved Teen Wolf so my old laptop you could name it and you could give it a name mm-hmm. so you could find it I named it after the town in Teen Wolf because I was that like thingy with it uh I watched up to like season I think I started season six but didn't finish it because I kind of outgrew it but I was obsessed with like the first would you like seasons. me to add it to the list <laughs> would you, you know what yeah I, I have a lot to say about one of the because I have a lot to say about the reason I watched it I'll save it for the episode but it's uh, it makes me so angry thinking about it but yeah i definitely do an episode about okay. Teen Wolf um, I'll add it to the list once we finish recording Yeah, it's, but uh, you know it's not going to be groundbreaking writing yeah, it's a no. teen show it's, it's a, a teen, teen romance show. supernatural show Um, it's probably going to be in the same level as like Shadowhunters or something you know what I mean Um, but like that's okay you know like there's nothing wrong with catering to a younger audience you know what I mean and even I don't know yeah I think I've said all I needed to say no, yeah no I agree I think you've kind of um so speaking quite well speaking about um queer folks and this is a good segue into Cal and Juliet do you think their relationships were well developed like over the course of the eight episodes I think it okay on one hand I think it was a little bit rushed to be honest but you also only have eight episodes 
you know, we ain't got a lot of time. I imagine if they were given, like, let's say, 13 tends to be the standard, I imagine it'd be a little bit more drawn out and then a little bit more developed. But given they only had eight episodes, I feel they did the best they could. I also think it's a bit more, like, symbolic some of the action like I feel in their relationship actions speak louder than words so yeah we don't have you know big talks and like not all you know like we've got plot dealing as well I feel we don't have like the whole drawn out teenage romance instead we've Mm -hmm. got stuff like each of their first kills was to protect each other you know stuff like that I feel you have to look a little bit deeper but I quite enjoyed that aspect of it I also like that the relationship was important and it's also important to the plot, but there was also plot going on, if that makes sense. Like, mm. we weren't just watching, but like we were watching two girls fall in love, but we were also kind of, you know, dealing with a lot of other stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, there was only eight episodes, plus it was based on a short story. Um, yes, yeah, so, so they didn't so have that with. much. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, kind of off topic, but not really. Um, I liked that, similar to Heartstopper, the actors that were playing the teen characters actually looked and acted like teenagers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I will keep saying this until it's n- completely normalised. Like, if we are watching a show with teenagers in it and you've got bloody John Travolta playing a high schooler a la Greece. Um, I'm going to be like, no, that's shite, you know. There's, he's supposed to be, like, 16 or something. Why is he a 45-year-old man? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll keep saying it until it becomes normalised. But I liked that they looked and acted like teenagers. Like, yeah, sometimes there was a couple of bits where you're like, right, okay, Jesus Christ, just get on with it. But if you imagine your teen self... I suppose as an older viewer, if you imagine your teen self put in that situation, you know, you might make similar calls like Juliet was like, oh, no, I don't want to kill anyone. Killing's wrong. Thing is wrong. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, just do the thing so that you're not going to put your family in danger. But then if I was 14 or supposed to be like, what, 16? Anyway, if Mm -hmm. I was that age, um, I might have moral thingies to kill in something as well I say that as someone who wrote an apology note to a dead mouse at 20 <laughs> um, think... my... the story with that um, was that we thought there was a mouse we put um, a trap traps out because obviously you know whatever and the mouse died um, oh. and I felt really bad because I woke up in the middle of the night and the trap was right next to my bed, so I heard it screaming. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I hope you're in mouse heaven with a nice cheese moon. <laughs> I feel so bad. I don't believe it, but yeah. <laughs> Pretty heavy. Um, but yeah, I feel like, if I'm like, if I was like that, it like, that was last year, Jesus. Um, if I was like that last year, 2021-ish, right, then absolutely 16-year-old me would have been like, what the fuck do you mean I'm going to have to kill a person? <laughs> and just go up and chomp their neck. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it be it's a lot to deal with. And you've got also got puberty anyway, so And um, being a, a queer kid. And like, being a queer its, kid. And you've seen like, a sister. hmm I like that the kinda it's established that two characters are queer and there's not really like a coming out story or like a they don't yeah. really have to deal with homophobia. Um, because is, like as much as it happens, obviously it's kind of a part of being queer is like that. Oh, are they going to be homophobic? Are they not going to be homophobic? Um, am I going to get hate crimed? And yeah, like that happens to probably every queer person. Um, I like that there's a story that's that's not got that. Am I going to be hate crimed? Yeah, and it's nice that everyone was just like fine with it as mm-hmm. well there's no like oh you're weird you know it mm. was just like you're gay let's move on and like you say yes homophobia is like a whole thing in real life but like if you're watching something to escape like mm-hmm. you know if you're watching something to be entertained you don't want to be thinking oh my god what if this character's get hate crime any second like it's i like just tiring you're just yeah like, i just want to have a good time i don't want to you know watch something and be taken back to a bad experience that i've had yeah, I, just want, I just want to have like a nice yeah like I, said, I just want to have a nice time and enjoy stuff without like you know yeah you know that's why this... i didn't watch that channel for a show it's a sin i haven't actually no, no. gotten into watching that i refuse um, to i think it'll make me too sad and i don't want to see stuff like that like i don't know not like i don't want to see it like i shouldn't but like i, I i'm aware of the issues mm-hmm. it talks about i don't i don't I'm aware, I know, have some knowledge of them, but I don't want to watch a whole show about it. It'll make me too sad. And, yeah. I'm, imagine yeah. it's a great show, but I just don't want to be bummed out by it. Yeah, my mum watched it. She says it was good. I'll take her word for it. And they kind of... It's um, just one of them. Like, I just want my queer stuff. Like, she just want right. wholesome queer content. I don't want yeah. to relive trauma. Yeah. Just not fun. Um, that's kind of, Jay's kind of the same thing as me. He really wants to watch it because he really fancies um Ollie Alexander, who's in it. Uh, which is a whole other issue. I mean, like bad taste. But anyway, um, but he is also. I don't want to be sad. Like it's gonna make me sad. It's gonna make me angry as well. Like that that mm-hmm. was what happened, and that I think I think as a queer person, I really struggle to look back on queer history because it makes me really sad that it happened and then really angry that I can't change anything because it's already happened Mm, I understand that I know I could change the future don't get me wrong like you know but I still feel so angry that like that's what people thought that's what people did like yeah I think yeah because queer history isn't, I love how we've went completely off topic, but it's, I it's just, fine. I was just thinking in my head, I was like, this isn't, this is it's fine. The last this episode. is queer media, so it's a queer media podcast, so it's this not really true. off topic. Um, the thing with being queer is that a lot of the time we have to teach ourselves our own history because it's not something that's taught in schools. I think we covered this in one of our previous episodes. It was like the most that we were probably told about in schools was Stonewall. And it's like Stonewall was A, American, and B, you know, that's not the only queer thing in history. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And queer history didn't start there. That's like not, like there was 
you know, people that like, yeah, before um, Stonewall, there's literally no gay people, like, who are gay people, who are queer people, like, you know, what are you on about? And um, when actually there's like, you know, loads of historic examples. Yeah, there's well. loads, there's, there's loads of like prolific um, queer icons in history. And I don't mean icons in like the RuPaul's Drag Race, oh my god, gay icon. Um, <laughs> I just mean like in history, like there's a lot of prolific people that are queer and don't necessarily have a traumatic time of it. Back oh. to the vampires. Back to the vampires. Um, what was your favorite I... family? My <laughs> that that was such like an interrogation. What was your favorite family? Like, you know, <laughs> interrogation style. Like, jeez. Um, I preferred the vampires for the sole reason that the family of hunters just like really really pissed me off with the whole thing of vampires. It. Right, I'm not saying it was racist, like, I don't mean it in that sense, but I felt it was really discriminatory, and, like, the whole, like, you know, they're monsters, they're not even people, they're clearly people, like, they clearly have, Mm -hmm. like, souls, hopes, dreams, like, and they only seem to think this, like, the other monsters, they don't really, like, they're like, oh, we're gonna kill the other monsters, but, like, they're really thingy for vampires, and, like, it just icked me out a bit, like, I didn't like that they were so passionate about killing them because if I think if I had to kill vampires like I'd feel bad that I was killing a person where they don't seem to feel that bad like Mm. um as we mentioned last time I do think it's going to be part of the whole character development and stuff and I think we're going to learn that the blades and the, the guild even aren't like all that good and stuff and it's a bit more like gray than they think uh but it still just sticked me out. That's like just my opinion of it. Um, but yeah. who's your fave? See, I liked. I think I said this last time. Um, I'm I'm the same as you in the regard that I probably couldn't kill something. As we've established the mouse story, I would feel bad. Um, because like in my head at that time, I was like, what if it has a wee mouse family? What if there's people depending on this mouse? <laughs> what if there's mouse babies that are waiting for their mum oh, to no. come back? <laughs> um, so I'm that kind of person. Um, but I did in terms of kind of family dynamics. I think I preferred the hunter family a wee bit more. Um, although I didn't agree with their kill everything vibe. Um. I liked that they had very open communication and a lot of the stuff wasn't on their side anyway. It wasn't miscommunication, if you get what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff in the, the um, Juliet side of the family, like, Juliet's family, um, was all based on miscommunication. Like, oh, you had your first kill, that's so good. Oh, I don't want to tell them that it's not actually, and, you know, all that. And that was quite annoying for me. And I liked when the parents, uh, Cal's parents, were like, okay, you have to tell us exactly what happened because clearly it's affecting you. Um, so, like, we want to help, but also get to the bottom of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of my family's like. Like, if my mum sees me and I'm in a bad mood, she'll be like, what's happened? Why are you in a mood? Um, let's fix this. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of relatable. You know, that's just... Yeah, that's... I I agree that the other family had a better dynamic, 
uh, like the hunter one. Also, Cal's older brother was really hot. So, nah, he was to be fair. And and Um, her mom, her was really hot. Nah, she she was. I didn't. I wasn't really into either the bums. Like I'll be. I don't. It sounds odd, but women who are like really women, if that that sounds so odd, but you know, like like the girl. I'm not like shitting on the right in here, but I feel sometimes that like uh, female characters are written very much with them being a woman. Do you get what I mean? I feel sometimes mm-hmm. we have like a character, and they're a character, and you could kind of switch that person's gender, and they'd still be the same character. But mm-hmm. I feel sometimes they write people, and it's like this character has to be a woman. Because if they weren't, there'd be lots of different things. So I feel yeah, it's like Cal's were... mum has to be a woman because women feel more empathy yeah, yeah, yeah. and women um, care more about the children. Yeah, yeah, you you're with me. You get it. Yeah, mm-hmm, I get it. They have they have traits that are so stereotypically women that if they switched their gender, they they wouldn't be able to have those traits. And for me, that's just like bad writing. Yeah, bad. Yeah, <laughs> bad writing. Um. Yeah, that's just one of the things that. See like, when, I, yeah, however, the when I first fuck. <laughs> yeah, they had a bit of tension going on. Another thing, so there was one little point mm-hmm. that irritated me of every single scene had like a song and not like instrumental music, building tension. No, full on music videos. Yeah, it's literally like a 45 minute music video. Like, they had Ash Nico playing at one point. Fucking Ash Nico. So, like, on one hand, I mean, if that's what you want to do, cool. I, it's a big thing in teen shows, I imagine. Um, but yeah, because it's, it, it's publicity. Yeah. It's like a PR thing. But to oh, me, what's it that song feel like that a... that party scene? Oh my god. It did feel a bit like a 45 minute uh music video and I that's didn't enjoy fair. um those like the bit on the rooftop where they're fighting is a really good scene and yeah the, like the trash I thought it was a cheesy. bit silly <laughs> it, yeah, yeah it was it was cheesy definitely but it was made even worse by the song like mm. if they'd have had a little bit of like you know violins going a little bit of dun 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 I don't know. I'm yeah. just gonna go into Star Wars then. So that's why I stopped because I was like, I'm just gonna go into Judah Fates. Um <laughs> I've got the high ground cow. You underestimate my power. <laughs> yeah, that seemed a little bit cheesy, but the music made it worse. Ash Baby wants to talk about um the gay black best friend trope, which although is explained explained but like I suppose you can also see it as like lesbian gay solidarity between him and Juliet mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop the trope like existing <laughs> yeah are you laughing at the baby <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing, yeah I'm not laughing at you I'm laughing at the baby <laughs> it's okay yes yeah, so I suppose that's one way you could look at it but I still think he's so like he's also so camp mm-hmm. like this is the thing where you can have a gay best friend. I've had a gay best friend. Most of my friends are queer, like, you know. But, like, not to say anything wrong with being camp, but in media, they're always camp. Like, mm-hmm. you never just have someone who's, like, queer and also happens to, like... 
<laughs> you just feel very quick. strongly about this. And just be like, do you get what I mean? Just like mm-hmm. a queer person, not like a queer stereotype. A really good example is, you ever seen Mean Girls? Mm-hmm. You know Janice? Mm-hmm. Like, she is kind of a mean lesbian stereotype. Yeah. Like, you know, she's still like a cool, she is a trope. And this is kind of one of them. I also thought he was a really bad friend. I've forgotten the boy's name, Ben. He was like, when he turned up and was like, why can't I come to your dinner? Like, and Juliet's like, it's a family thing. And he's like, yeah, but why can't I come? And it's like, bro, she said it's a family thing. Leave be. And then just because she won't tell him, like, everything that's going on, he gets, like, anger. Like, I know it's crappy being lied to, but, like, it's not like she lied maliciously you know mm-hmm. she lied to protect him and if he's too stupid to understand that then maybe he should really reevaluate you know um the whole thing but i yeah, also hated been... his... oh was it i'm so good uh well i also hated his whole thing with the boy in the closet um mm. that was I've... just so unnecessary yeah i feel like we've seen that story hundreds of times it didn't really add anything to the plot yeah, it didn't add anything. In fact, it took time away from, like, other good shit. Like, I was just, like, moving on swiftly. Do you know what I mean? Like, instead mm-hmm. of moving on swiftly, we were held back by this stupid plot. So, like, it was, mm. wasn't was bad, like, at the party scene. But when it, like, persisted after that, I was like, right, okay. Yeah. Stop. What's quite good, though, is that there was a health, healthy kind of representation of a dark-skinned black queer girl. Yeah. Um, and our family having been a really, you know, healthy family dynamic, as we kind of discussed before, because a lot of the time in media, um, black characters are often written as having like dysfunctional families and, you know, like definitely kind of racist undertones there. Um, but thingamabob, it's quite refreshing to see a dark skinned um, black queer girl. Because I think I can only think of one other character who falls into that cat. Yeah, it's Tara from True Blood. I think I said that last time, but I actually can't think of any other characters off the top of my head. Go on. I was I was trying. I was like, oh, top my head. Uh, No. So this came out at a similar time as Heartstopper. Mm -hmm. Within like a month or so, maybe. Yeah, literally within a month. Within a month, and. There have been two completely different reactions to it. I feel mm-hmm. everybody has judged this show, First Kill, so much more harshly. Don't get me wrong, Heartstop is a good show, but there is flaws. Very mm-hmm. much. Like, so. we, we and, sung its praises, but, like, you know, it's also the same as First Kill. It's a teen show with very cheesy. Teen, yeah, teen dynamics. You know, it's not. It's, it's not... groundbreaking, but in a different way. You yes. know what I mean? It's. I also think people have gone, like, so people have treated the characters a lot differently as well. So, like, uh, Nick and Charlie, it's very much, you know, like, oh, soft boys, you know, sweet, gentle, queer men yeah. kind of thing. Whereas... Ubu, cinnamon rolls. Yeah, where um, other people are like, wow, every and even though there is like tender moments between Kyle mm-hmm. and Juliet, every I just keep seeing gift sets of like the same makeout scene and grinding, and it's like they're kids. Yeah, it's like maybe like, don't do that. Yeah, maybe don't. Like, there's 
there's nothing wrong if you're that age I feel obviously like you mm-hmm. know, um but I also know that these people aren't that age so I'm a bit like it's a bit weird that you have posted yeah. 60 sets of kids making out against the tree I also think like the fetishization of the lesbian like of them two in it is just yeah everyone makes it really like a sexually charged like analysis it can never be like oh they looked at each other it's like wow look at these girls grinding with a capital G. yeah it's like oh look at these girls they're they're so sweet nah it's more like oh look at these girls are going to be so hot yeah and whatever and it's like speaking as someone who isn't a lesbian um lesbians have a really bad history um of being heavily fetishized Mm -hmm. um in media kind of because like it's like the the highest um audience demographic for like lesbian pornos is like straight men because they're like oh look at these two women that are like conventionally attractive and look at them they're shagging um rather than actually being catered to queer women um so that kind of runs through a lot of how lesbians and queer women in general but specifically lesbians are treated in media and it's why a lot of the time that shows like first kill don't get the soft uwu experience that say shows like heartstopper would when these kids are the same age you know what i mean how many fangs out of ten would you give this show doesn't it i suppose if i give it five fangs is that ten technically because you have two fangs or no individually okay uh probably a six okay i'd probably give it something similar um i think if we'd watched this while we were in the target demographic it would definitely be higher Aren't you agrees? Did you like it? You did watch little bits of it when you were having a bucky. Um, but yeah, I feel if you're in the demographic, it's like a great it's show. You'll love different. it. It's gonna hit. Yeah, it'll hit a bit different. If you're a bit older, less so. But it's still really enjoyable. Yeah, we're still streaming it anyway because it's not necessarily just about us. It's about the kind of queer kids coming at our back. Yeah, you know, exactly. You want yeah. them to grow up with a representation we never had um but yeah thanks for listening um supported other episodes by streaming um you can get in touch with us through our website which is in the description a bit of the episode you can also interact on our socials um we have a tiktok uh twitter and an instagram our tiktok and twitter are at film and our instagram is at film podcast get in touch, stay, say hi, you know, say maybe if you think differently or want to kind of start a dis- healthy discussion, then Calm, that's okay. Normal discussion. Yeah, uh, we had a Stranger Things TikTok, a clip from one of our episodes that went, I think it had about 50,000 people who had seen it and people <gasps> were di- were discussing in the comments. And at first the comments were like, you know, really um respect uh what's the word yeah respectful like Like they were like oh yeah like I kind of disagree as someone who's in like this category or or someone who identifies as this you know I didn't see that that way like oh well if you read the book 
maybe you consider it different. And that there was polite people at first, but then it just got like really rude, really rude. And, like unnecessarily rude. I feel, and we weren't rude either. We were quite like, and we even put at the top like, oh, we haven't read uh, um that book, so we wouldn't know that. So like maybe if we did, yeah. we would like we were quite like I feel we were quite um respectful, no, respectful and normal. I guess. Yeah, and I think TikTok. A lot of people have said it. TikTok has became the new Tumblr. Like, you know. Yeah. There are keyboard warriors <laughs> that will tell you me. if if you disagree with their head canon, then your head's gonna be in a pike by next week. <laughs> um, no yeah, more head cannons for you. Yes. Um, So yeah, thanks for listening. It's very warm in the UK just now, so please stay Stay hydrated. Um, Please stay cool. As someone who's had heat exhaustion, it's awful. So please, please stay hydrated. Bye.